0: watching and listening to tags live aka talk about gay sex the Live edition i'm your host stevie in mexico more on that Ooh. in a second alongside cody maurice doggett how the hell you doing cody i'm doing hello darling i'm doing wonderful
1: wonderful i'm jealous of you you're in mexico
0: i am you know i want to just quick apologies for listeners of our tuesday tags podcast that we dropped um i was so sick unfortunately with a very chest bronchial it's that time of year Mm -hmm. and had zero voice and as you can hear now barely getting it together. I did make it to Mexico though, and I'm determined to get better for my friend's wedding this weekend. But this is episode 416. I'm in Puerto Vallarta, staying in the Versailles neighborhood, and I'll be posting some videos and some TikTok videos throughout the week. So don't forget to follow us on social media, at Tags Podcast, uh, on all social media platforms. A little later in the show, we think we are going to be joined by sexual um, coach, sexual performance coach, Brian Uncle B Ayers to the show. He's got so much to give us with knowledge on our sexual performance. I can't wait to bring him on yes. at about 20 into the show. But first, Cody, you had an experience yesterday that tell us a little bit about it.
1: Oh, it was an experience. I don't know (laughs) Um, So yes, we went to the Harry Potter. I was, I was, I got British for a second. Harry Harry Potter experience. It was in White Plains. It was about an hour away driving and in uh, Northern New York. And yesterday was not the best weather in New York City or the New York area. It was raining. It was 30 degrees outside. So it started to snow at a certain point and the Harry Potter experience was underwhelming i will say at the Ugh. very least and on top of that there was a fire out at the fire pit oh my the... god
0: <laughs> the I mean... The experience was like you living out Harry Potter <laughs> chapters in the book. Oh, it was an it was an adventure.
1: I could probably write two book Harry Potter books right now. Uh, I have all the magic to to prove it, and the wand, but it's in my pants. Anyway, uh...
0: <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Are you a big Harry Potter fan?
1: I love it. I know a lot of the spells. I I've watched all the movies. I haven't read any of the books. Does that make me not a Harry Potter fan? Really?
0: Well, if you're a film fan, I'll
1: I'm take a... it. Yeah, thank you. So I've seen them all multiple times. We were actually watching them in to prepare us for the Harry Potter experience, and none of the things that I saw in the film were at the experience. Like one or two things, but not. It was it just was underwhelming. Oh, I will say God. that. Yeah, and the weather. Oh. Yes, the Forbidden Forest had nothing on the for the the dark forest that we had to walk through to get back to the car because. Girl, they left us out in the cold, in the rain. But, whew, yes, we're going to get our money back for sure. But, yeah, got it is it. what it
0: is. All yeah. right. Well, we are live. It's Wednesday night. It's Tags Live on Vocal. Like I said, a little bit later, we'll be bringing up our special guest, Brian Ayers, who is going to be talking about sexual performance. Cannot wait for that. But first, we've got hot top topics to get to. And, boy, I... Have keep, been keeping up with the midterms, and I know you have too. Yep. But the one was in Arizona and governor the governor race, and the Kerry Lake just lost, thank God, to um, the Democratic uh, nominee, Katie Hobbs. Yep. But it was really uh, a drag performer by the name of Barbara Seville who has been trolling Lake. Uh, his okay. name is uh, Barbara Seville his real name is Richard Stevens he does drag under the Seville name he called out Lake for hypocrisy during the campaign noting that he had frequently performed her at a party in her home
1: yeah crazy
0: excuse me yeah and he considered her a friend but she had tweeted they kicked God out of schools and welcomed the drag queens so he has been dragging her under the mud and I think it's so well-deserved, too, don't you?
1: Oh, 100%. <laughs> this is just the type of activism that I expect to see from our beautiful queens out there. Yeah. I consider drag to be a political act in and of itself. And it bucks society societal norms and really shakes up the status quo. So I really especially love that she went there and she called out that uh, Carrie Lake's hypocrisy. It's It just really feels like they're ready to use us LGBTQ people for their entertainment, but they won't be there to support us when the time comes to actually support us. And that is the lowest of the low. So I'm so glad that she lost.
0: The good thing is young people turned out, people turned out and the people spoke against people like Carrie Lake and a host of others, election deniers. And so it was so triumphant feeling To see goodness does prevail so yeah good news on that sadly we all know frankie grande ariana grande's brother but he has (laughs) his own career in his own right he is recovering after being mugged in new york city last week the incident reportedly happened on the evening of november 9th when grande was walking through midtown and struck in the back of the head the (laughs) suspect stole his Louis Vuitton bag, which contained his wallet, iPhone and other items. He's doing okay. But mm-hmm. in other related news, it's just uh, two men unrelated were in Hell's Kitchen, also in New York, were drugged, mm-hmm. found both of them had the similar stories where they had been at a local bar in Hell's Kitchen in where we live in New York. Somebody drugged them and robbed them. And then, wow. in, and the drug, whatever it was, killed them in the taxi cab. And it's just so, like, now we have to worry about our safe spaces, which is crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this is really sad and
1: messed up. I usually feel re- very safe walking down the streets in New York City. But right. I always, what, what were we going to say?
0: I agree with you, yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I always have my antenna up looking around making sure that everything is safe on on the outskirts of my periphery, and things of that nature. But so, like, my main advice for people is to go with your gut, you really know when things are kind of dangerous around you. And in the case of the the two young men that were murdered due to uh, a date rate drug, or what have you, I don't even know what was in the drug, I couldn't even say but it's just really sad. And I, I think that you you have to be more cognizant of what you do in the clubs, and make sure that your drink is always watched. And just please be safe out there. Because uh, this is just so sad. I really can't. I, I know people who have been roofied. I know people who have done who have actually been uh, assaulted from things like this. And it's uh, thank goodness they're, they're here to tell their own story. But you just never know these days. And and with the recession coming, it like people are getting more and more desperate. So please be safe out there.
0: Yeah, my friend, a good friend of mine teaches self-defense and rule number one is when she's out, always carry your cocktail in your hand. Don't mm-hmm. just leave it on the bar. That's rule number one, no, no always in your sight uh in the frankie grande situation it's really crazy the guys were only 13 and i believe 17 so wild and were caught a little bit later where at one of those weed joints you know those all these smoke shops that keep popping up in our city in new york and i'm sure in other parts but is this, like, really? How stupid could you be? Yeah. They use this credit card, and they
1: should know better than to use a credit card at those places because that's the number one way. You can't use somebody's credit card after you a- assault them. Right. But they were only 13 and 17, so maybe they're not as worldly as, as we are to know something like that. They, they, they should know better anyway, so hopefully they learn their lesson because they're still young.
0: Yeah, because it's just the current climate that we're living in right now that wants to not have any LGBTQ teachings at all. Obviously, leading to things like homophobia in a very liberal city like New York City. Yeah. So if you can't be safe in New York currently, we're really in trouble. Be safe out there, guys. Really. Yeah. And watch your backs. Okay. This next story, I don't. This really surprised me because mm-hmm. Idaho settled a lawsuit over an outdated homophobic anti-sodomy law. So the state of Idaho settled the case, which was entitled Doe versus Wazden, a lawsuit brought by the ACLU that challenged the state's crime against nature law that required several men to register as sex offenders, get this, over having consensual oral and anal sex. Wow. So, I mean, under those laws, I would be in jail. I was gonna say <laughs> I, mean, I would be on. in jail
1: many times over and twice just this morning, okay?
0: <laughs> right. It's historically been used to condemn and punish LGBTQ people, obviously. As part of the settlement, Idaho must remove the three men from Idaho's sex offender registry. It also makes the state put in place a policy Where others similarly affected by the law can also be removed. Can you imagine that it's 2022 and there's people that have this on their record as sex offenders alongside pedophilia, pedophiles? I mean, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's really, really insane. Uh, I'm glad that they... that they were able to kind of overturn this and but I feel like this is just the first step in getting all of those archaic laws that kind of marginalize our community off the books because there are so many laws out there that that want to make us seem like we're criminals to kind of uh, make us seem uh, like lascivious or but we are you can have you could be arrested for for sodomy with your husband marriage gay marriage is legal in all 50 states this right currently so these laws are completely outdated and they need to be overturned so yeah,
0: yeah absolutely um well you know it's a little early but I think we should bring on our special guest okay. Ryan Ayers welcome to the show let's just invite him up I see him there let's get going okay. cool. Can you hear us, Brian? Yes.
1: Welcome. Yeah. Welcome.
0: Absolutely. Well, let me read. um, Introduce you, Brian Uncle B Ayers is a men's sexual performance coach with over twenty-two years of experience. His research into men's sexual health led him to create the Men's Sexual Performance Scale, which I really want to talk about, Mm -hmm. and the revolutionary ESE is25 sexual health program and he has authored two books how to be a better lover in 30 days or less and go hard welcome to the show brian how you
2: doing i'm great i'm great thanks for having me on appreciate it absolutely cody's got the first question
1: first and foremost can i call you uncle b yes of course uncle, of course uncle b thank you for coming on the show today so um i am very curious about What is a men's performance coach and how exactly did you become involved in becoming a men's uh, performance coach?
2: Got you. Well, um, the first thing is a men's performance coach. Basically, I help guys uh, understand their sexual health and Mm -hmm. their performance so that, you know, as they go through different stages of life, as you get older, you understand exactly what's going on so you can take care of your body and so you can have the best sexual performance you can possibly have and i got into this because uh, way back in the day uh my ex uh she was uh from liberia is from liberia and we went to a um a family party and there was a root in the bottle in a bottle and it was oh. like okay what is that And I said it's an aphrodisiac i said okay poor and so uh the next morning <laughs> we woke up giving each other high fives in bed and it was like hey uh this works so uh from there um it was just on and popping in terms of you know she was into herbology i was into um you know basically entrepreneurship and we started selling a product and it was uh it's now called Goodwood. it used to be called african fly uh, because the herbs were uh indigenous to africa but with that we had a great product working no problem except for some guys and it was like, well, okay, it's working for the vast majority of men. Why is it not working for these guys? And okay. basically it just came down to, okay, um, having conversations with them, doing surveys, doing research. And, you know, it's, it's the basics. It's, we were selling a supplement and it's supposed to supplement the other things you do. And most guys oh. don't know the other things you're supposed to do in terms of taking care of your health. So. You know, it's like if someone says, "Okay, I want to take this product while drinking a 40, will it work for me? Of course not. (laughs) So (laughs) that's the simplest way to look at it. But, yeah, from there, it was like, "Okay, what can I do to help the guys who it doesn't work for? And over a period of time, um, as I got older, it was like, well, your body changes. So you need to understand those changes so Mm -hmm. that you can keep up um, literally into the future.
0: I think that's part of my favorite part. I watched a lot of your YouTube videos and Mm -hmm. they're so informative. One of the things, I'm 51 and I, you got me- You do not look 51. (laughs) Way to go, (laughs) man. Thank you. Oh, wait, you're talking to Steve. (laughs) Wow. Um, But one of the things that I noticed an overall theme is to be aware of your health not to take it for granted what you did in your 20s and 25 and what you got away with eating the cheeseburgers mm-hmm. the pizza from the diet to getting a few hours of sleep doesn't cut it anymore and i've noticed that myself you talk a lot about testosterone so mm-hmm. i had a doctor's appointment the other day i finally asked my doctor to test my testosterone uh my number was 632 i don't know <laughs> if that anything to you Mm -hmm. but um can you talk about the number of testosterone and the danger zone because you say if your erections aren't up that means your health isn't good
2: yeah yeah okay Uh, a couple of things there so as far as your testosterone levels that's good um for for 51 um the the goal is you know typically nowadays we're talking about 800 uh the thing to recognize is that um our grandfathers had more testosterone than we do. And oh. this is because of our lifestyle. Um, you think about it just a hundred years ago, there was, you know, very little electricity. Half of the United States did not have electricity until like, you know, the 1950s. So when it got dark, you went to sleep. Um, uh, oh so your sleep was better. Um, there wasn't the industrial food complex. So people ate differently. So Mm -hmm. the the food was better. Um, and you know, stress levels were completely different. You know, it wasn't like you have a phone and you're yelling at somebody who's not in the room. So everything was, uh, different. So their testosterone levels were higher and over the years it's been coming down. And so the next generation we really have to be concerned about. Um, but you know, in terms of where you are, um, Yeah, that's good. What happens when you go um, at 200? So you had 632 uh, nanograms per deciliter uh for those who's doing the ma- doing the math. Right. Uh, but uh that
1: was very scientific jargon. Sorry. I know. <laughs> not,
2: that's as far as I go. I'm that's impressed. that's it. okay. <laughs> well we'll take it. Yeah. But um yeah if you if you're down if you get uh, tested um maybe go down below two hundred, you know, that's when you know there's a, a deep concern because when you're talking about testosterone, it deals with not only your erection strength, but also there are more testosterone receptors in your heart than anywhere else in your body. Um, it affects your muscles, your brain, your memory, um, Think of the crazy old man saying, get off my lawn. That's what happens <laughs> right. when your testosterone goes down um, oh. to that level. So you want to be very cognizant of it. So we, you know, we partner with a company called Let's Get Checked. So if any of your, your folks want to go to yeah. let um, you can get a test home testosterone kit and you just prick your finger, give a little blood, send it off into the mail, and they'll give you a evaluation in a couple of days. Uh, I've done that several times and it's it's a nice outfit. It um, but in terms of that danger zone. So the danger zone is like when that you song, don't... <laughs> danger zone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, if you don't take care of yourself, what ends up happening? I mean, if we had a chart, you know, we're looking at um guys who are starting in their 20s and everything is fine, you know, you're going along and like with everything else in your body, things start dipping. Um for men typically you're losing 1% of testosterone per year um, okay. when that starts it's sort of up to you but how you accelerate it is definitely up to you so you could end up like like we were saying before just eating the cheese pizzas the the burgers doing all the different things you're not supposed to do and staying out late large. you know <laughs> doing all you know we we all we all have done it I've done it myself yes. uh, especially with uh, the alcohol and things like that you'll start yeah. going down and you hit a certain point where you're like, okay, um, are you going too far in terms right. of your level of, of health? So if your testosterone is going down, um, your human growth hormone, you're not taking care of yourself, you get into a situation which we call the downward spiral,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: that's where everything adds up. So you put on a little weight, it's right there in your stomach, and you know, that it affects your testosterone in terms of turning your testosterone into estrogen, um, through a process Mm -hmm. called aromatase. Um, your, um, you start developing other different diseases that also slow things down. Your body is slowing down anyway, as you get older, it becomes harder to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, it becomes harder to uh, produce more testosterone uh, It becomes harder to lose weight. It just becomes everything becomes, <laughs> becomes right. harder. And so you don't want to get into that situation where you start losing your erections and you can hit a point where it becomes more and more difficult to come back. It's so, like imagine uh, trying to climb a hill and go over a wall at the same time that's on the hill. Oh, OK. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I wow.
2: think if I
0: think if we could get that messaging out so much more, not Mm -hmm. just change your diet, because you got to be healthy. But if people thought of it more that your sexual performance can be affected, that it's all interrelated, and it's a domino effect, people would take this thing seriously, because who wants to lose out on good sex? Um, You want it to be sustainable through, hopefully, a nice lifespan. And so I was surprised you talk a lot about foods, things like sugar can really dip your testosterone. Mm -hmm. Like you said, alcohol, also not good. And I just know that I feel better when I eat right. And Mm -hmm. in general, I mean, we can have a day here and there. But diet is so important with testosterone, as well as lifting, I I try and lift heavy. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that boosts, I'm always hornier after I do a heavy leg day, (laughs) for some reason.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. All of that um, takes effect. One of the things to think about is the way that we live right now. We live in a basically artificial world. I mean, we have lights, you know, I'm talking with guys who aren't in the same room with me. (laughs) The technology is great and it's bad at the same time. Um, And when it comes to our food, when you walk into the grocery store, you have one aisle that's full of food that's good for you. The produce Mm -hmm. aisle everything else is bad. I mean, because of two reasons. One it's designed to stay on the shelves for a long period of time. So when you eat it, it stays in your body for an excess period of time. Um, and also, you know, we're basically wet bags, you know, we're what with 50% 50 to 60% water. So everything else in the grocery store is dry. So we're taking right. dry stuff and I sticking it into our bodies. And so when they talk about drinking water, um, I just found out that I'm chronically dehydrated. So I had to start drinking a lot more water. I thought I was doing yeah. good, but you know, I uh, got an electric scale. The scale was able to tell me that my water was lower. So, you know, oh. technology can help. Um, but if you don't know what's going on, if you don't measure it, then you can't test it and you run into issues. And definitely with the exercise, um, some people take things too far. Well, I always say, you know, people you know, say I'm anti jogging or something like that. I'm not that. It's just recognize what you're trying to accomplish. So a marathon runner is not going to train the same way as a bodybuilder. So -hmm. if you're trying to get your testosterone up, you have to do certain workouts like lifting heavy, um, like doing high intensity interval training. If you're doing something like steady state cardio for too long of a period, you're just sitting there on the on the bike for hours, uh, getting on the elliptical for hours, just jogging for hours, you're actually wearing down your testosterone. Uh, So you just need to be aware of that. I'm not against jogging, just be aware that if you're trying to increase your testosterone, you have to pay attention to that.
1: Oh, fabulous. And speaking of exercises, what other types of exercises do you recommend to increase sexual performances? Like, I wasn't like, we've heard a lot about kegels and things of that nature to Mm -hmm. increase sexual performance. But like, what, what else would you recommend?
2: Uh, definitely yoga. Um, yoga is, Mm -hmm. is huge. Um, one, because you're talking about mind body, you know, the mind body connection, uh, two, um, it increases testosterone, uh, like most activities do. Um, and it's also gentle. And also, when it comes to performance in and of itself, flexibility uh, makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you think about it, um, sex is like a sport. Uh, You just don't necessarily get paid for depends on what you're doing but <laughs> there's no leagues for it that i know of but uh you know it is a sport we can start so, our own <laughs> <laughs> um you know make an olympic event um but part. yeah it's it's you know you need to stretch up you stretch you need to warm up things like that so if you're already going through the process of doing yoga uh, you're already flexible, so you can just do a couple of things before you start having sex. And that way you can get in and out of positions. Um, you know, you don't want to be having sex and all of a sudden you catch a hammy, uh, your chest locks <laughs> up, something like that. It's not a good look. Oh yeah, I do yeah. some deep knee bends
0: every time. I like, am ready to jump <laughs> right on. Before it. Sex, Steve? Right oh, before sex. Oh my goodness. Um, that and some more. I'm a former gymnast okay. here, so come on now. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. But you know, in some of your videos, you talk about penis enlargement. And I guess mm-hmm. the, the major question is can we make our penises enlarged? And I know you talk a lot about it's all about blood flow. Mm-hmm. So talk about the health of our penis over time.
2: Oh sure. So yeah, definitely the thing about um penis enlargement is something that uh men should know about, period. And the reason is because it uh is just well it's the opposite end of it is penis atrophy. Uh you imagine someone who's uh eighty one, um, and imagine when that person was twenty one. Is there a difference in their penis size? Ask their nurse. They'll let you know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> so if you're um so yeah, there is a process, you know. We, uh, let me just um, dive into the the sexual performance scale right quick, and that's a scale of one to ten. Ten means everything works. One means you need to go to the hospital. Uh, five okay. to seven is most guys who I deal with who are just unreliable. Um, in terms of if you're at a seven, you know, it you're sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Um, six is more of that, and a five it takes a lot of. Uh, preparation, <laughs> a lot of things to happen in order for you to have an, an erection. Um, and sometimes it'll leave during sex. So uh, you really want to you know know where you are and continuously right. go up this scale because uh, as you get older, and we're talking about blood flow, as you get older, I mean, think about a, Imagine a person who's older well, what is one about them. They're moving slower. It's right. like, well, yeah, your blood flow is moving slower also. So you want to keep your blood moving. You want to keep working out. You want to keep moving, period. And, yes. you know, fortunately for men, we just happen to have an indicator stick that's right in the middle of our body that lets us know <laughs> <laughs> how we're doing. Um, and one of the things to realize in terms of the penis itself is that um, the, the veins and their capillaries uh, the, is the smallest in the body. So we're talking about one uh, platelet of blood going through at a time. So you want to be very careful. That's the reason why they call it the canary in the coal mine. If you have erection issues, that means there are other issues going on throughout the body. It's just that it shows up in your penis uh, first. Ah. That's the last moment, I guess, that you're seeing it. mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when you're... um, in terms of penis enlargement, on that scale, you need to be eight, nine, or ten, and so you're, uh, you know, you're already at a healthy stage. Um, and basically, when we talk about penis enlargement, you're not going to, you know, go from I'm size four, I'll be size twelve tomorrow. It, right. None of that works. It's you know those crazy <laughs> <Darn>. commercials. <laughs> but uh, in terms of you know, for most guys, they're twenty to thirty percent smaller than they normally would be, just because of what we did Sit around you know sitting on the couch not really moving all the different things that add up to you're not functioning at your best so uh if you're able to take care of yourself correctly you get to the eight nine or ten then you can be at the largest that you can possibly be so that's and instead
0: of i i love that um and i know people can watch a lot of your videos because you give tips on maybe we'll talk about a couple of them but instead so many people pop a pill viagra Mm. cialis Blue, you know, and there are great products out there, but it's a quick fix, correct?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, one of the reasons why I started this business and stayed into it was because of my grandmother. She did a slip and fall and she mm. uh, went into the hospital with a broken hip. She went in on two drugs and came out on 22 drugs. Oh, no. And this was way back in the day before WebMD. You know, we just did the research and just looked up all the different drugs and they were doubling up. On the drugs, so it's that got me into wondering. Like, there has to be a better way to, you know, uh, she wasn't eating because she was taking so many pills. Right. Oh my goodness. And the doctor was like, "Well, yeah, you can eat whatever you want to." I was like, "I can't eat." I was think I was like twenty two at the time. It's like I can't eat whatever I want to. So how can she do that in her state? So that just got me into, you know, looking for natural um, uh, remedies, um, ended up with the tinctures, the, the good wood, um, and also looking at um, processes to help people to take care of themselves. And that's how we get the, the E25, which I'll talk about uh, later on. But when it comes to the uh, the pills in and, of, in and of themselves, just think of it this way. There's two things to think of. Uh, first of all, you know, I call them magic pills. That because you're expecting magic to happen, um, mm-hmm. and it never does. Um, you know they don't design the pills for you to get off. Any good drug maker, uh, whether he be on the corner or in a pharmaceutical, mm-hmm. is right. <laughs> in a CVS. Um, they're they're there for business. So mm-hmm. I'd rather you to keep coming back than to you know take the product and not have an issue and never come back to me. And you so and and they also of course you know you have to be careful because they are you're taking a drug to fix one thing drugs aren't designed to take care of the entire body so when you're eating like an apple or something it has fiber has this has the vitamin this vitamin it's, it's so many good things in it when you're taking mm-hmm. an apple pill it yeah. would just be like one thing in there that you know just mimics an apple and so there are guys who were uh, uh, and I'm actually dealing with a uh, Uh, A guy I've known for a while, and he was taking some type of medication. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, it caused him to now have on that scale of one to 10. He's a zero. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you want to be very careful if someone. If your doctor says, well, first of all, if your doctor says take this pill and he doesn't have any other recommendations for your lifestyle changes, be very careful. Um, And second of all, as soon as he, you know, it's called the Internet look up you know it's it's, i know they have those um 15 syllable words it's it's the seven 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 seven, (laughs) same right (laughs) find out what the side effects are and you know um i always say if you're on any type of uh medication do whatever you can to get off of it because yeah it's it's a downward spiral it's like well okay now you have this drug well if that one slows down, you need to take this drug. And it's not necessarily the drug itself slowed down. It's your body is changing and adapting to that drug. So you have to be very careful. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. I,
1: well, I was looking at all of your information, your products and your website and all that things to that nature. And I saw the liquid aphrodisiac. And I was wondering who the ideal client for the liquid aphrodisiac was.
2: Um, well, basically we service, um, you know, uh, it does work for men and women. It's, uh, Goodwood. If you want to check it out, it's givegoodwood.com. Um, and, um it is a all natural liquid aphrodisiac and it works for basically humans (laughs) so uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know typically we're saying um you know we don't we don't want to uh give that to uh people below 18 because their bodies are still developing um but yeah you know we have clients from 18 unfortunately uh on up to 65 67 and and onward. And so basically what it does, it increases your testosterone output and it increases your blood flow to your genital regions. So if you take it, one of the side effects is that your hands will feel uh, cool. Your hands and feet will feel cool because the blood is being drawn drawn to your genital regions. Uh So you can have more blood flow for better, stronger erections, uh, more intense orgasms. Um, Because of this, the testosterone boost, it also increases stamina. So we have guys who take it to work out. Uh, so like any natural product, it has a host of benefits. Um, and you know, uh, it, oh, the other side effect is that if you take it late in the evening, it is a stimulant. It will keep you up unless you have sex. Oh, okay. oh my God. Good, good right. to know. Good to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I want to remind everyone we are live right now with Brian, uncle B Ayers, um, We have a live audience here. Feel free to put questions in the chat if you have questions for Uncle B. We'll get to them uh, while we have him. You know, I wanted to ask you a question about... Mm -hmm. You say that porn is messing up men's sex lives. Mm -hmm. And you also say that to keep the blood going... Uh, masturbation is good but try not to use pornography if you can which i've been Mm -hmm. trying to do use my imagination a little bit more and not be so reliant on pornography talk about why porn is
2: messing up with our minds okay um yeah so masturbation is natural um that you know and porn is almost natural too because it's been around since the beginning of time they used to you know have different things spray paint not spray painted but you know however they tagged (laughs) around ancient rome you know it's like there's a a picture of a a dick on a wall okay um so it's just a part of nature i mean that you know the greatest entertainment set is in the middle of our bodies so uh And we always like and that. ours
0: happens to show unlike women. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
2: And so um, the issue though now is that you know there's way too much. So um you know, going back in the day, you know, you could start with like, you know, you're looking at the the Sears catalog or something like that. You're looking at uh, you know, the bra and panties section, whatever you're looking at. International mail would,
0: for the gay guy.
2: Yeah, you know. And, and it was it time, it was like you could get a magazine, you know, I had to come through the mail. It wasn't like right here in your hand, you can just, you know, pull it up at any second. I couldn't understand if I was a if I was a teenager right now, I'd go crazy. Oh, um, I'd be a mess. Yeah. yeah. I, I often say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, one of the issues, though, when you're looking at porn, is that you know what's supposed to happen is that dopamine is being released throughout uh, in your brain, and there's the dopamine release, and of the course, there has to be dopamine receptors so that your body now knows what to do with the dopamine to get excited. Now, if you're looking at porn over a period of time, your your body's just constantly releasing this dopamine, and the receptor is getting worn out. It's like, hey, hey, this is too much. You know, it's right. like you be We've been watching porn for like an hour now. (laughs) What's Mm -hmm. what's going on? Um, And if you continue doing that day after day after day, you know, over a period of time, what ends up happening is that when you get in contact with an actual human being. Right. It's overloaded. Um, Mm -hmm. You get to a point where it's like, you know, in order for you to have an erection you need to, you know, start imagining what you were seeing. So like Mm -hmm. Chris Rock in his special was talking about, you know, uh, looking at porn and porn addiction. (laughs) It's like, well, yeah, if you're a constantly looking at you have to you know for more stimulation you have to look at something crazier so you went from looking at you know this one person is two people and there's three people there's four people now the horse is involved it's like what the hell's oh going God. on <laughs> right <laughs> so, way too I've much seen it. <laughs> <laughs> way too much and then you know once you get with an actual human being you know you lose that intimacy and really yeah. you know, intimacy is into your mate intimate and so if okay. you're missing that, then you can't do that one level of connection that, you know, we're really designed to be here for is to, you know, connect on the deepest level while having sex. So now you're having sex, but your brain is somewhere else and that it ends up affecting your um, your erections. And, you know, the other person can actually sort of tell It's like, oh, yeah, you have your eyes closed. And, you right. <laughs> you're not present. You're not present. Um, yeah. yeah. And so that's what ends up happening. Uh, when you go too far. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the Cody. We wanted to talk a little bit about the differences. I know Brian, you're straight heterosexual. Mm -hmm. Um, Cody had a question that we were talking offline and then I have a follow-up one. Sure. Let's go.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I this is primarily an LGBTQ podcast. So we mm-hmm. were just wondering how all the things that we were discussing how it applies to gay men, trans men and anybody any men underneath the LGBTQ spectrum.
2: Um the health side of it stays the same. Um yeah. how you how you perform and what you think about during um during your sex that that your body is like, mm, "Okay, as long as I'm functioning correctly." So, you know, uh I sometimes, you know, within different communities, there are different uh, activities that could affect things. You know, some people tend to uh, some people can get into harder drugs, um, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Also, mental health. Uh, You know, I was listening to what you guys were saying earlier about uh, the people being drugged, the people being mugged. It's like that affects you in in different ways. Um, And so you want to be, you know, very careful when it comes to how your your thought process Um, you know, a lot of times we don't think about it. I always call it the the 80, 20 rule of sexual performance for men. We have a member that needs to move. So 80% is your body, how you take care of your body. Other 20% is your mind. Uh, as you get older, that changes a little bit, but Mm -hmm. the thing to consider, the thing to consider, you know, I came up with that a while ago, but after having conversations with people, that mind body connection is very sensitive. So just like, uh, with the, um, how you could, you know, it's like, okay, I, I can have an erection. That's not a problem, but I'm stressed out. You know, uh, I'm dealing with this at work, I'm dealing with this in a relationship, I'm dealing with all these different things, and therefore that affects my erections. And, you know, uh uh you can just run into problems. Just your brain can out can out uh uh can outweigh uh your erections. So yes. that's something be to be careful, be careful of. I've actually yes. been there before, so
1: yeah, mm-hmm. I totally to agree with you. Yeah, yes.
0: You know, earlier we were talking about penis enlargement, and you talk in some of your videos about how women in general, and I would agree with you on this one, um, do not really like, they like to know that the dick functions and that it's working mm-hmm. and that the guy <laughs> knows what he's doing. But when it comes down to it, they don't want a dick pic sent to them. Most women <laughs> were speaking in general, and mm-hmm. they don't really want to be broken in half. Like, mm-hmm. It sounds like a lot of women do, and interestingly, I had watched one of your videos, and then I was at the airport waiting for my sister, and this lovely woman sat next to me. Believe it or not, we got into conversation about sex. I don't know how it always happens with me, but she brought <laughs> it's it up. Energy, I feel like <laughs> <It must be laughs> she brought it up, and she says she doesn't want to see it. She just wants exactly what you said—that it, it. She just wants to know that it functions. And mm-hmm. it's decent, and mm-hmm. gay men, I think, are, are a little obsessive with size. But mm. I kind of think we're in the same ballpark because, in the end, Cody, we don't want to be split in half either. Oh, I yeah. mean, <laughs> what, okay. what are your thoughts, I, I'm, Cody? I'm
1: going to take my list yeah. off of that, <laughs> my name off of that list for sure. <laughs> to be split in half.
2: Done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 No, uh, I
1: agree. What do you? What do you, Uncle B? What do you think?
2: well yeah uh well just from the the heterosexual side the the interesting thing is that women come in different sizes and Mm so you know you have some women you have to sit there and crack a code to try to get in Uh, on the other ones (laughs) he's like i just threw a basketball into the ocean so um that's kind of the
0: same with guys too in our
2: (laughs) yeah so you know that's the thing to be be aware of And, and yeah you know for uh A lot of times, um, especially we hear from uh, from women, you know, they'll say certain things that they don't actually mean because they haven't, you know, actually experienced it or Mm -hmm. they have an ocean and they need something that large to, you know, to uh, fulfill them. Um, But my conversations and just reading, you know, dozens of articles over the years, you know, for women it's it's not, it's just like you said, they're more interested in that, it, in that it functions and, you know, they can enjoy themselves. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's, it's better to be more concerned with the health of the penis than just the size of it. Um, because we have some guys who, you know, they'll go get penis pumps and, you know, there's, some validity to penis pumps, but there's also the danger of penis pumps, because yeah. if you do something incorrectly, like I said, the veins down there are very small, very susceptible to injury. Mm-hmm. And so if you injure something down there, putting it back together again is going to be an issue.
0: Yeah. So it's, right. It's, oh, it's trauma. Just, yeah,
2: Yeah. You got the trauma down there and then you, you know, you don't want to have to go through surgery or anything crazy like that.
0: Well, before we let you go, I want you to talk a little bit about your revolutionary ESEIS25 sexual health program. What is
2: that? Okay. Well, let's call it E25 for short. Um, So the acronym ESEIS is energy, sleep, exercise, intermittent fasting, and soul. And the 25 is actually a tracking uh, system. So let me explain that. So um, those five categories, uh, we're talking about E for energy, we're talking about what you eat, sleep, obviously, the the amount of sleep you get, uh, the exercise, the type of exercise you're doing, intermittent fasting, we need a break from eating, we're not supposed to eat all the time, and uh, soul, how you relate to the world and your stress levels and things like that. Um, what we do is we take those five things and we score each one with a, a zero or a five for the day. So okay. you can go through and you can say, okay, in terms of eating, um, you know, you should, People tend nowadays to eat uh, meat with every meal. I'm not against people eating meat, but I'm also noticing that if you have an issue and you need to stop eating meat for your erections to get back, it's either chicken or your erections. You pick. But uh, it's like, okay, I want to take one meal um, and make it vegetarian or vegan or something like that. And so that's how I score myself for that day. That's my goal for the day. If I hit that goal, I got a five. If I don't hit that goal, I get a zero Uh, for sleep sleeping for five hours i need to slip for six hours you need to get to eight hours but yeah. you know just moving up gradually um you know zero or five um same thing for exercise whatever exercise you committed to do that day or if even it's a rest day you would score yourself a five because you're staying on on point on course because rest is important yes um and intermittent fasting same thing you know um uh for those people who aren't aware, intermittent fasting is basically, uh, when you're taking, um, your eating window and you're shrinking it. So basically you're not eating for 16 hours and you're eating for, uh, eight hours, uh, eating window of eight hours. So basically you're skipping breakfast if you do it that way. Um, okay. and so if you're doing intermittent fasting, um, you know, I started, um, now I can, you know, go up to Well, today I'm fasting, but, um, now I can go up to like two o'clock before I notice two o'clock in the afternoon before I'm like, oh, okay, it's time for me to eat. Uh, I started at seven o'clock. So, you know, I would go back one when I started when I was at seven o'clock a.m., I would, you know, wait till 8 a.m. to eat, then 9 a.m., then 10 a.m., then 11 a.m. to train my body to get used to that. So if you're Mm -hmm. doing that, you're changing up your hours, you hit your goal, you get a five or zero for stress levels, you know, meditating. So now I meditate two times a day. I got the self hypnosis tape, also that I do. Um, so it's you know those type of things. Even goals like I'm going to get rid of this pile of crap that's in the corner of my house that's been <laughs> stressing me out. Yeah, <laughs> because
0: stress is a yeah. huge predictor mm-hmm. of sexual performance
2: and wellness. Exactly. And so when you uh, score these things, you get all five, you get uh, 25. uh, So EC is 25 or E25. And we call that exponential energy. So you will get your healing will come exponentially faster. And that's the part that's uh, really sort of important because a lot of times people will go throughout the day and miss easily three of them. Three of right. these five things um yeah. or they'll do something like okay i need to lose weight and so they'll uh do the two things they'll like you know focus on the, the eating and focus on in on um you know the exercise and then they'll get like four or five hours of sleep which basically means that you just wasted a bunch of your time because you know your body heals and repairs itself uh and you know weight loss happens while you're asleep And so if you're missing your sleep, you're missing your testosterone, human growth hormones, et cetera, et cetera. If you're stressed out of your mind, your body is still like, okay. well, rest is part of lowering cortisol, uh, the stress hormone, uh, which is antithesis to the uh, testosterone. So the more, you know, you're stressed out, the more cortisol you have, the more you're going to hold on to fat. So, you know, it's a lot, as you can tell, it's a lot (laughs) of information, a lot of things that, you know, I was pissed off. When I started learning all the stuff, I was like, why aren't we learning this in school? Um, <laughs> or, or better yet, yeah. I'm so happy
0: that you have these programs and that you are around and it's so accessible because, like you said, even your doctor. You know, I go, I go, went in for my doctor visit. We say this all the time on Tag's podcast, you have to be your own sexual advocate for yourself. Right. And mm-hmm. especially a lot of this stuff can be preventative. So guys that are in their twenties and thirties can start thinking and implementing some of these things so that they'll have this long, beautiful life of sexual performance. And I also think it's never too late too. If you're in your fifties, it's never too late to turn it around. Do you agree with that?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, like I said, you know, you, you, it is going up a, a hill and trying to go over a wall if you've gone past that wall. But the thing to think about is what's on the other side of that wall in terms of, it's not just your sexual health, but you know, that's, that's the added in, incredible bonus. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, I see. You, <laughs> you, you get to, you get to live longer. You get to, you know, I actually, um, Interestingly enough, because I, you know, I know all this information, but there was a, it was a change. When I first started, I was talking about sexual performance techniques, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just different things you can do in the bedroom. But, you know, as I got older, became more about sexual health. And the reason for that is because I got up to like 285 pounds. Um, and I was getting out of the bed, you know, Every morning, it was like, okay, it's a guessing game. So, is it my feet are gonna hurt, my ankle, my knee, or is it my back, or oh, I'm just gonna have a headache? We're not sure which one is going to happen right. today. Yeah. So, um, you want to avoid all of that because it, 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 the downward spiral was next. So, uh, I've had to drop a good sixty pounds, um, and got oh. still got some more weight to go. But um, yeah, yeah, you don't want to put yourself in that position to begin with. Danger zone. Yeah. yeah. Habits come along with that. And those, whenever people ask me, like, you know, hey, you did this weight loss. What did you do? And it's, it how hard is it? it's like, well, it's for your body, it's not hard. Your body wants to repair itself. It's continuously repairing itself. Right. It's really our minds. And just the fact that, you know, the world tells us, hey, stay up, watch Netflix and chill. And here's a, a, a Snickers commercial and uh, there's a <laughs> McDonald's commercial. And uh and just yell at the TV screen at Donald Trump for whatever reason. You know, it's yeah. just way too much stuff going on. So, gotta pay attention.
0: Well, thank God for you, because people yes. can watch your YouTube channel and follow you. How should people follow you so they can keep up with everything that you've been talking about?
2: Okay, so um, on Facebook at GiveGoodWood, Give Goodwood, um, GiveGoodWood.com um, there's also Twitter, GiveGoodWood and Instagram, GiveGoodWood. And the... Um, on YouTube, you can just look me up at Brian Ayers 23, like Jordan and James. James. Um, so that's B R I A N A Y E R S um, 23. And also, you can look us up on YouTube under Give Goodwood as well. Um, so, yeah, we're all about this. I'll list uh, all
0: this on tagspodcast.com when this gets repackaged tomorrow. And absolutely. We want to thank great. you so much, though, Brian. Such thank a you wealth Uncle of knowledge. B. Yeah, yeah well, appreciate wonderful. It. appreciate it. This is yeah, so this informative. Is-
2: this is great. I love doing this. Um, and for all of your uh, the guys out there, you know, take care of yourself. Uh, you know, I hope you heed these lessons. And, you know, uh, I have a new hero over here with Steve because I'm like, yo, you 51, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 51. So now I'm like pissed off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, you look, oh, great. You look <laughs> great. You look great. <laughs> appreciate
0: appreciate <laughs> you. it. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you so much. And we'll have you back on the show again.
2: Oh, I would love it. I would love it. This, this has been great. Thank you very much. All Thank right. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much. I know righty. Cody, Cody, that was so much fun. So much Cody. fun and yeah. so
1: much information. So I feel much. like I was just in class for hours. I love that. But
0: it's so important because there was a point in my 40s where I was mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I always lived a somewhat healthy life. Yeah. But I had started to be out a little bit late, tr- tr- coming home with hangovers. Yeah. You know, finding myself – and then when you have the hangovers, it's pizza night. And then that leads to hamburgers and just – it's really easy to get into bad habits get in and,
1: yeah.
0: and forget that, uh-oh, look at the macro of it all and get yourself on target. And when I made that change for myself, which I'm constantly refining and mm-hmm. thanks to people like Brian um, are on our side to help us out.
1: Oh, yeah. I can't wait to take a look at his YouTube channel and, you know, just make sure I absorb all that information because it was really great. And I really learned a lot.
0: Well, before we get into our favorite final segment, Thirst Trap, (coughs) excuse me, um, we have to shout out to Jason Momoa, who has been turning it out. You know, recently we labeled the sexiest man alive by People Magazine. We didn't. People magazine <laughs> did. And it was one of the Chris's. Which it's one? Chris Evans. There you go. That, that <laughs> Chris Evans. I okay. had to think
1: about it for two seconds um, because
0: <laughs> But honestly, Jason Momoa is my pick, especially when he was just recently on Jimmy Kimmel Live and flaunted and showed his bare ass on network TV. Literally it was br- stripped. Oh it was my god you know what there's a lot to be said about a guy a straight guy if we're gonna celebrate people magazine that has a sense of humor that's a lot of fun he just seems like he'd be so much fun and he's sexy as fuck do you not agree oh no 100 percent. he was my pick last week for sexiest man alive
1: so yeah i think people magazine should listen to me and that should be it for next year okay Uh, yes (laughs)
0: I love it. And of course, we can't end the show without talking about Thirst Trap, produced by Straight Up Gay Porn. Each week, they list several gay porn stars, and they ask the question, who took the best photo or video of the week? Our job is to descriptively tell you on an audio podcast why we picked it, but I'll post this on textpodcast.com, and you can vote for yourself. Cody, did you have a favorite out of these 19 gorgeous men. I had several favorites. Okay. I know.
1: <laughs> but my vote this week goes to Sean Austin. I, let me <laughs> double check. Yep. Sean Austin. And it's a mirror selfie in someone's beautifully decorati- decorated apartment. He has his ass facing the mirror and is plump and delicious. He has one leg propped up on a white leather chair. <sighs> And that booty tooch from uh, from America's Next Top Model is just right. Okay,
0: one hundred percent, I agree with you. He was my pick as well.
1: What we picked the same person, but this week? well, I
0: think speaking of penis, the dick, it was the week of like really awesome dicks. Oh, Starting yeah. with Johnson Poppy, who's just laying back on like a gamer chair. He makes wearing a hoodie covered up completely but you know the gray sweatpants theory he ripped out that and his huge slong is staring right at you as long wow. as he has this really hot look on his face but yeah, i also I have to, to give yeah props <laughs> out to kylan who looks gorgeous also in a hoodie that's the name of the game right now wear little clothes I mean, don't just be naked Come on now even <laughs> alex rosso is donning alex a be- rosso beautiful watch very classic watch i must say as he props up his dick with his wrist looking really good i love the nose ring alex and so some yeah really excellent ones i have to say of course troy jacobs always looking good those are my our votes but you can only pick one so pick one i'll post this on <laughs> tagspodcast.com. and yeah well we want to thank you guys again this was i didn't announce it at the beginning but this is episode 416 if you were looking for that to drop on tuesday it did not because i was under the weather and i'm getting much much better but follow us on social I media I am underscore Steve V as I'll be posting stuff all week. As I'm here in Puerto Vallarta, showing you the neighborhood, showing you some cool sites and it'll be a lot of fun. So follow us or follow us at tags podcast on all social media platforms. Follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD coaching, KMD coaching or at Mr. Maurice, Mr. Maurice. Thanks again to Brian, uncle B. I'll list everything on tagspodcast.com. Thanks, Cody. So much Thank
1: fun. You, boo. I had a it, wonderful time, as always.
0: Me too. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex. Yes, people.